Well, Razorback fans, a lot of you are wondering what in the world is going on with Devo Davis. Well, let's talk about it on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the John Neighbors Show, which you can catch every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 on Natty State Sports and NattyStateSports.com. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday slash Tuesday, depending on when you're listening and watching this. As uh, I will admit, I have been dealing with a lot of congestion, as you can probably tell from my voice. Fun. Yeah, it sounds so great when it's all uh, happening at this point in time and when you talk for a living. It's like I just feel like I can never really fully get like healthy. It's so annoying, but it's the way it goes. So bear with me on it. If I have a coughing attack, I'll try to chuck some water, put a cough drop in, and hope for the best. But either way, uh, we got a lot to get to here on the podcast today and trying to make sense of a lot of these things. And uh, I wanted to start off by first uh, saying that what we're going to discuss and at least what we're going to bring up and talk about dealing with Devo Davis is a very, it's a very unique and very touchy subject because there's just a lot of opinions that are getting thrown around right now about what's going on, what's, what's happening, what's not happening, you know, whatever it may be. And it's been really... I don't want to say disappointing, but it's certainly been a tough thing to really wrap our minds around. Because let's be honest, anytime that you have a player like Devo Davis, of the caliber of Devo Davis, who's meant so much to the University of Arkansas and the program, as long as Devo Davis has, and then he's just no longer on the team and he leaves the program, like, what, what are you supposed to make from that, you know? We have no reason, at least at the time of the recording of this podcast. We have no idea what's going on. We have no idea if it's basketball-related or not. We just know that Arkansas is one of their more iconic players that they've had, not only from the University of Arkansas, but from the state of Arkansas, has left the team in the middle of the season. That's all we know. And it's disappointing for no amount of reasons. Not only is it disappointing in the fact that Devo's meant so much to the program itself and has meant so much to Arkansas and has meant so much to what the team has done and accomplished under Eric Musselman over the past few seasons, but it's sad because no matter what is going on, no matter what is happening, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing for... Arkansas fans, it's a bad thing for Muss, it's a bad thing for the team, but most importantly, it's a bad thing for Devo Davis. Because Devo Davis, at the end of the day, is still a very great player who plays basketball and has played basketball for virtually his entire life. And so for him to step away from the game of basketball, it's got to be something that's very serious because again that's what that's who he is that's what that's what he does he's a basketball player he's done that for pretty much his whole life something that uh I know just talking to him 
And uh, hearing things that he had to say is that you wanted to take this and make it his career, make it his job to be a basketball player. That's what he wanted. So for him to step away, it's got to be pretty serious. And regardless of what it is, whether, again, whether it's on the court, off the court, whatever, take him away from that, that some, something that's given him so much joy is problematic. It's troubling. And it's sad. You know, honestly, I don't, whatever's going on, I really wish Devo Davis nothing but the best. I hope whatever's going on in his life, he can find some sort of healing in it. I'm hoping that whatever he's going through, he comes out on the better end or on the other end better for it. I hope that whatever it is, it ends up being great for everybody involved. But I also understand the interest that people have, you the listener and also me, of what happened, how it happened, what's going on, and will there be a chance for Devo to rejoin the team at any point in time? If you're asking me, I I don't think Devo's ever going to be playing basketball for Arkansas again. Just my opinion. I think it's over with. And the fact that Devo is going to have it end like this is also what's really sad. That of all the great things and the great moments that Devo has provided for Razorback fans in this basketball program, for it to end in the middle of the season in his final year, during a year that's not good, during a year where there's a lot of problems, for it to end this way just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem good, doesn't seem fair really, to anybody. But it's not our decision, is it? It's not what we want, is it? It's about Devo. And that's why I want him to figure things out, whatever it's going to take and whatever he needs to do to get the help he needs, to see it through this whole thing. Now, we may find out later with this story going on that maybe there's something more than we even realize Maybe there's something behind the scenes that was a much bigger deal than we even thought. Maybe it was something that we really did not understand at the time. We know there could be a lot of different things. But unfortunately, that's not the way the world works. Unfortunately, when we get vague messages... Like he just left the program, you know, 20 minutes before, even not even that, right before the game starts against Kentucky. And there's no follow-up. There's no message. There's no nothing. What's going to start happening? Speculation. Speculation, rumors. Some of them may be true. Some of them may be not true. And whether you agree with it or not, that's human nature, folks. That's human nature. We are a curious bunch, aren't we? If something's different from what we expect, something happens that we're not expecting to happen, you know, whatever. If surprises or shock or change happens to something that we care deeply about, we want to know why. And that's just the wide spectrum of us on the entire earth, really. You know, I think back to relationships that you may have had with a significant other. She or he broke up with you. 
suddenly. You want to know why. If you're at your job and one day you're just called in and you're fired, you're no longer employed there. You want to know why. And if somebody who's been such a huge part of your favorite basketball team, an in-state kid that you've given so much of your support to, you've loved and you've cherished and you've cheered on, when they just suddenly up and leave the program, you want to know why. There's nothing wrong with wanting to know why. Is it our business at the end of the day? No. But you can't sit there and tell me that Something like this happens and you should just expect everybody to just walk and go about their day without you know, batting an eyelash. It's just That's not how it works. That's not how the human nature works. So we want to know. Are we entitled to it? I don't think so. But we want to know. And I think so at some point in time we will. Something will be said. Something will happen. A part of me fears the worst. Part of me fears that this is going to be the avalanche, if you will, of issues involving the Razorback basketball program. I really hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope that this is just a circumstance isolated by itself and has no impact on the program moving forward and that after this season, things go back to status quo and they get a new team in and get new people in and Start going back the way that they need to go. But I've always felt like when there's a lot of smoke, there's fire. And questions have been being asked about Muss's status at Arkansas, whether he's going to be staying or not. People have been bringing up, you know, the, the drama involving the team and within the locker room and the problems from it. And again, I don't know specifics. None of us do. But when you can see the results on the court being so awful from what it is now, when it has never been this awful, you start to really contemplate maybe, just maybe, this is going to turn into a bigger crap sandwich for Razorback basketball. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it doesn't happen that way. I hope that... Everything goes the way it's supposed to go, and everybody ends up in a better spot because of it. I really hope so. But just to reiterate, folks, I hope Devo's all right, which I know he is. You know, uh, we we've had some people reach out and check on him, and he's fine as far as you know his his health and physically, and as far as mentally goes too. But we wish him but nothing but the best, and I'm gonna miss seeing him play. I mean, plain and simple. Going to miss seeing him play. And hopefully whatever help he needs, he ends up getting. But I just wanted to share my two cents on the matter. Not that you needed it. But, hey, listen, it's the Super Bowl, right? Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is what it's all about. It's about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing for some super bets. So when you go to Super Bowl Sunday, you know, you love the food, you love the camaraderie, you love the kids hanging out and people hanging out and eating the great foods and drinking the adult beverages and getting crazy with it. But the amount of different bets that will be made during the Super Bowl is what makes it most fun. Not only just in the game itself, but props, halftime shows, commercials, all that fun stuff. And with FanDuel, they have so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. 
Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, 58 that is. It's amazing. It's 58 Super Bowls. But FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, if you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet is $5 or or more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, moving into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, Listen, I know that it's been a crazy time for basketball, and sorry, I was actually trying to pop in a a cough drop during that time. I know it's been a crazy time for basketball, but I will say that the uh, the basketball team actually had their game against Kentucky uh, on Saturday, and it was better, you know? Like, it was better than maybe what uh, people were expecting, myself included, but Arkansas still lost. And with the news surrounding everything that has been going on with Arkansas and, you know, the problems that they've been having with the locker room and everything like that, I was, to be honest, I was pretty, I wasn't I wasn't really feeling like they were going to come out and perform well at all. But they did better, for what it's worth. No moral victories, but they did better. They lost 63-57. to 57. And Arkansas actually had a lead at halftime. They were up 26-24. Defensively, they played much better, and I think even Musk talked about it in his press conference afterwards, that that was the best connection and chemistry that they had defensively that they've had all season long. But unfortunately, it's just it wasn't enough. Uh, Arkansas went 33% from the field, 21% from three. Big difference is Kentucky went 37% from the field and 45% from three. They hit nine of 20. Uh, free throws were pretty close. I mean, so that wasn't really what changed it. Arkansas actually out-rebounded Kentucky 44-39. to so all the other rest of the stats were pretty dead even. That's what's crazy about it. I mean, Reeves goes for 24 points again. That guy's got to have the greatest two-game stretch in Bud Walton history of opposing players. He had 37 last year and had 24 in this one. He's got any eligibility left. Maybe he needs to come and play for Arkansas a little bit more frequently because he really loves Bud Walton Arena. That's what it seems like. But honestly, the, the performances that you had, the ones that stood out, how about Makai Mitchell? Give him a shout-out. 12 points, 13 rebounds, 4 block shots, 8 of 10 from the free throw line. His best game maybe as a Razorback ever. He did his job, though. Jalen Graham also had a nice game, too, in limited minutes. 8 points, 4 seven from the field. Uh, Chandler Lawson was also a guy who defensively did a really good job. Had seven rebounds in this game. So did a great job at the rebounding side of things. But Tremont Mark did what he could. 11 points, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals. He did a good job. Yeah, that was it. I mean, Caleb Battle had 11 points, but three of 10 from the field. He did get five rebounds, which was nice. A block and a steal and a two assists. Even L. Ellis uh, was able to pour in seven points. 
He did it with his one three that he shot. Three rebounds for him and assist. Did a five turnovers, though. Way too many. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's kind of sums up the game right there. Didn't have much uh, performances from anyone else, but you tried. I guess it was better. The effort was better. So now the question becomes, of okay, so what do they do with that? Anything? Does anything make it better? Can they latch on to something? You know, they got a home or a road stretch on the road against Missouri on Wednesday and then Saturday at LSU. Missouri's not good and Missouri's or LSU's okay. So is there maybe something there? Listen, this team's not going to go to the NCAA tournament. I think we're all accepting of that now, hopefully. They can still at least end it with something, end it with some pride. So it'd be nice to see them kind of build upon it. You know, maybe if the Devo Davis distraction can be waved away, this team rallies around each other, maybe just maybe it could happen. Not betting on it, but maybe it could. So it was a better performance out of them at least. Folks, I know we talk about sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but we got to talk about preparing for real life. Because according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season of the decade, which is scary. Which, I mean, not saying I have the flu, but I definitely know about congestion. <coughs> As you saw, can't even talk, but I'm sneezing here on the thing. So, but luckily I got my Jace case. It's been able to help me out and getting better. If you can believe it, I'm sounding better than what I was yesterday. But there's nothing more helpless of a feeling than if someone gets sick or some sort of supply chain issue where nobody has that life-saving medication that they needed. But that's why you got Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial diseases, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others, because this stuff could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. You will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today, so head over to jacemedical.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your next order. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I wanted to bring this up. It's more of a funny story, but like Texas Longhorns, they make it way too easy. So we know about the whole thing of horns down, and now they made it a penalty in the Big 12 if someone does it. Now, well, ain't lame that was. Well, then, you know, you had the situation where Rodney Terry, the coach for Texas, after they got beat by UCF, some of the players were doing the horns down, and he was in the line, and the Shane Shake line says, hey, it's classless, it's classless, it's classless, you know, telling him that, like, okay, whatever. And the latest thing is that BYU students actually in the front row of the student section had their, I think it was their shirts painted, because I don't think they can go shirtless at BYU. But they had a horns down spelled out. And it was funny, whatever. But then somebody, I don't know who, came up to him and said, hey, no horns down, no horns down. And they had to take off the shirts or whatever. Texas claims they had nothing to do with it. But the question becomes this, like, what are we doing here? Like, I really thought it was just a joke about Texas and maybe people overblowing. It was fun to make it, like, overblown because that's how it felt. It felt like maybe it was just a little bit over the top, over a little ridiculous. 
But it certainly seems like, though, it's actually the fact that they really don't like anyone making fun of them and doing horns down. Like, it's a real thing. And I don't know why. Like, yeah, I don't want anyone insulting my school either. But I know it's fair game. I'm sure Florida doesn't want the chomp being done in their face or something, but it's fair game. But somehow Texas has made this become such a bigger deal than what it needs to be. I don't know why. But here's my thing. Never stop. Don't ever stop. Keep doing it. Keep on doing it. And everybody, make shirts, do the gestures all the time. Like when they come and play Arkansas this next year in football season, have all the shirts say horns down. All of them. They're not going to stop it. They need to get over themselves. They need to get over it. This is big boy football. It's not a knitting class. You got to be able to handle it. And the fact that they're still to this day going on where horns down of all the things, like there's nothing offensive about it. It doesn't have a double meaning. You know, it doesn't have a uh, cuss word in it. Like there's nothing. It's literally just horns down. I know I'm trying to say get over yourselves, Texas. Like it means something, but I'm just saying get over yourself, Texas. You think it's going to be better in the SEC? No. It's going to be much worse. It's going to be a lot more fun there, too. But just wanted to talk about that. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks Rex podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get up from me on Twitter, BuzzJohnNeighbors, for any questions, comments, concerns you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you then.